Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name. The name above all names. We thank you, Father, that we are here. And you are here. In our midst. The God who in the midst of his people is mighty. And we feel your mighty presence here, Lord, in our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have called each of us by name. And you call us your own. You say you are mine. We belong to you. You renew your mercy for us every single morning. Knowing our weak nature. Knowing all our limitations. You accept us as we are. You say, come as you are. Don't wait to change. Just come as you are. I will do the rest when you show your faith. And today you teach us more on that faith. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the week gone by. When we look back at these last seven days and all that it has given us, all that you have put into it, Father, for us. Even when we didn't see you, you were still working. Even when we didn't feel your presence, you were still there. And in every situation, you work for our good. The good of those who love you and whom you have called according to your purposes. 
you make all things beautiful in your time father every crooked path you make straight it's all out of your everlasting love for us your mercy you renew for us every morning your grace you pour into our hearts every time we fall every time we fall short and we fall weak every time we are limited in our skills our capabilities in our thinking every time we cannot see beyond the immediate here and now you are willing to forgive and we ask forgiveness for all our shortcomings father for all those weaknesses we acknowledge your presence in this prayer today and we ask you to direct our paths our thoughts we ask you to grant us your revelation fill our hearts lord with your presence and the peace that you give that no one else can give but no one can take away either that peace and that joy which when you give the joy in our hearts are made full we want to share that same peace father that you pour into us right now we share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting our brothers and our sisters this family that prays together as one unit called by your name the holy spirit brisbane prayer group we share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them we offer our faith and our word our spoken word to stand in that gap father so that when we speak that word you o father can move and perform all miracles through your spirit all you need is that partnership with us through prayer we share your peace and joy with all those christians who have not yet encountered you that do not know you up close and personally that do not have that relationship with you and with all those that have willingly stayed away from you living under a lie living under falsehood living under false doctrine living under ignorance let your light shine through father for when you say let there be light they are quickened and when your spirit moves everything gets transformed they are able to see the truth and differentiate it and discern it from the lie and make that decision to turn towards you that their hearts be transformed that very single day and they receive their gift of salvation we pray this for our family for our friends and every single human being on this earth father everyone that are your children called by your name so as we begin our prayer we call on your name jesus we call on your name our father we call on your name o holy spirit our triune god the rock of ages the father who is the creator of everything the great i am who has carved us on the palm of his hand and will never forget us the god of abraham the god of isaac but also the god of david the god who has mercy on us the god who gives us abundance the one who has covered our head in the day of battle the god of joshua and we pray in the name of jesus the one who taught us faith the word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now through the revelation that his spirit grants us 
dwells within us as the incorruptible seed. The way, the truth, and the life. And we pray in the name of His Spirit. The Spirit of truth, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of victory, the Spirit of light. The Father of all spirits, the one who heals our backsliding. The one who grants us revelation and grants us every gift in the Spirit. The one who moves at our spoken word, the scepter of the King of Kings, the symbol of his power. The same God who now dwells within our bodies and has transformed this body of sin into a body that is fit to be his temple. His tabernacle he makes in there. We thank you, Father, for the gift of this life, this body that you so treasure. There are many times that we ourselves have rejected it when we look in the mirror. We ask forgiveness, Father. We ask forgiveness for rejecting your temple. We ask forgiveness for all the times that we desecrate it, for all the bad things we feed it, and for all the abuse that we subject it to. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord. We thank you for the gift of our family and our friends. For the gift of angels and destiny helpers. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your word and for the gift of prayer. And as we pray this morning, We take a powerful topic. Sorry, I've forgotten to press record. I might just start record now. As we pray this morning, we take a powerful topic that will help us reflect on the way we pray. And more importantly, contemplate on the level of our faith. This is the story of the Roman centurion who asked Jesus to heal his servant. And he said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. This is used in every, every day in the Catholic Mass as a confession of faith as well. But more importantly, it is one of those rare occasions where the Bible says Jesus marveled at the centurion's faith. You can actually handpick such occasions where Jesus marveled at whatever people did. It's very few for him to be so impressed. Significant one among them being the poor widow who dropped her two copper coins in the temple treasury and found a mention of it in the Bible. That is the extent of acknowledgement and recognition that he gives it. He thought it worth being mentioned. And so when Jesus marvels at something, it is worth studying to find out what did that person do that made God appreciate him so much. This will be a three-part re reflection and we'll start with the first part today. The passage is from Luke chapter 7, verses 1 to 10. And I'll read from the Amplified Version. After he, that is Jesus, 
had finished all that he had to say in hearing of the people, he went to Capernaum. Now a Roman centurion's slave, who was highly regarded by him, was sick and on the verge of death. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he, had, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. When they reached Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly to come, saying, he is worthy of you to do this for him, because he loves our nation and he built our synagogue at his own expense. And Jesus went with them. But when he was near the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying, Lord, do not trouble yourself further, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. Therefore, I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But just speak a word and my slave will be healed. For I am, for I also am a man subject to authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go and he goes and to another come and he comes and to my slave do this and he does it. Now, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him and turned and said to the crowd that was following him. I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith as this man's. When the messengers who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Praise God. Very powerful session. Very powerful passage. What is it trying to teach us? The first thing to note here is in verse 2. That he was a Roman centurion. What do we gather from that? The first thing, he was not a Jew. He was not of the chosen people. He is a Gentile. And we see at crusades or retreats by anointed preachers as well. There are many who are non-Christians, Hindus, Muslims, Buddhists, whatever. And they come in faith and take home their healing with them. And yet there are many Christians who go as well and come back empty-handed. And about this one, Jesus said, I have not seen such faith, not in all of Israel, that is not in my chosen people. In this reflection, you shall see why such miracles take place for non-Christians and not for Christians. The second thing that we note about the Roman centurion, he is a centurion. Century is, means a hundred. So he was a leader under authority from the Roman government who was in charge of a hundred soldiers. And he explains that authority when he says to one, I say go and he goes. To another, come and he comes. It is his slave who is sick and almost dying. The very fact that he cared about the life of this slave speaks about his character. He wasn't part of his family or even a friend. And yet he valued this slave's life so much. The Bible says he regarded him highly. 
That is, he considered him so valuable that he wanted him to be well and he wanted him to be saved. Secondly, as we see in verse 3, when he heard of Jesus, he believed in him. He was already demonstrating faith when he sent some Jewish elders to ask Jesus to come. Now, if the elders were willing to go to Jesus for his sake, it means they highly regarded him. They highly regarded the centurion. For he was one that was probably supporting them a lot in all of their works. It was he who built their synagogue. It is like going to Jesus to say, Lord, this man gives a lot of donations to our church. So we want you to heal his servant. Does that happen in our prayers as well? When we pray for certain people that are benefactors to our church or our community or our family. He was valuable to them. We see that in verse 4 where the elder said, he is worthy for you to do this for him. Because he loves our nation and he built us our synagogue at his own expense. Now looking at the same situation, the same scene from the centurion's perspective, when he sent the elders to Jesus, he was calling on intercessors to approach God for him. It is like going to Brother Vivek to say, Brother, please ask Jesus to heal me. He will listen to you, Brother. But he doesn't listen to me or may not listen to me. To being a Gentile, he was already invoking intercession of the saints. Now look at the elders. They pleaded Jesus earnestly to come. So their prayer was earnest. But the justification that the elders gave for their request, or we might even call it prayer since I've said prayer, for better understanding of how we should approach God and how we can apply that to our personal circumstance. For their request to be answered, they justified his good works and presented him as a benefactor of the community who they felt must be helped because of the service rendered. But now on the converse side, the opposite end, look at his approach. He did not approach in arrogance and command them saying, since I have done so much for a synagogue, go now and make sure I get my answer. Instead, he requested them to go and represent him. Why? We see that in later verses. He was a Gentile and considered himself unworthy. We shall touch upon that in the second part tomorrow. We shall end the first part here today and we shall get into our intentions and prayer in the interest of time. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we reflect on this passage more, reveal to us all those things in our personal prayer that we must change when we approach you. Knowing that when we take that approach that Jesus marveled at, our prayer too will meet with a similar result like that of the centurion when he expressed his faith. We ask for that growth in our spirit, Lord. 
As we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all the requests that have been put on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are sick, for all those that are battling disease, for all those that are in hospital, for all those that will undergo surgeries, for all those whose lives are under threat, where doctors have given up hope. Lord, you are our hope. And it is by your stripes and your wounds that all the price was paid in full. The victory was won on the cross through your blood. And it is that same blood that we apply over them. In your name, Jesus, in faith. Believing that as your word says, by your stripes and by your wounds, they are completely healed. We claim that healing in your name, Jesus, under your authority. The authority of the King of Kings. The name above every other name. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of challenges in their lives. Forces of division and separation where the love has been stolen out and, and replaced by hate. Replaced by infidelity. Replaced by violence and abuse. Father, on behalf of these families, we acknowledge that Jesus stands at the door of these homes knocking. And on their behalf, Lord, in faith, we welcome you in the spirit into their homes. For when the God who is love enters their home, then the Most High enters their home, the Most Low must leave. We come against them under the authority of Jesus. We rebuke them. We bind them in the name of Jesus and cast them out of these homes this very day. They must leave now. We command you in the spirit under the authority of Jesus to leave right now. Lord, we cover them with your precious blood, the families that have been affected. Did they have another opportunity, we plead. An opportunity to rebuild, to reestablish once again. Where all that pain is changed into peace, into love, into joy. Let this season of Advent be a coming. Be your coming, Lord, into these homes. Where you come here and you make your dwelling place, you sup, you dine with them. You live as the head of this family. In this season, in their homes, of pain, of suffering, be changed to that of joy, of celebration, of laughter, of love, of abundance. We pray for that atmosphere and that protection by your precious blood on every family of this Brisbane prayer group as well, Father. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. All those that are battling anxiety, depression, compulsive behaviors of any kind, fits of rage and anger. Bouts of loose tongue. 
poor language, poor judgment, poor discernment. For all those battling joblessness, poverty, limitations in their finances, limitations in their times where they are kept busy, that there is no time for you, Lord. We pray for each of these. And some of us, we face that in some way or the other in our lives as well, Lord, on different scales, varying scales. We ask of you, Holy Spirit, to show us where those areas of weakness are. And we ask, Father, for your anointing on each of these lives that we pray for. We particularly pray for all those that we now take their names. There are many that are battling addictions as well. We break the control, their power over these lives through your anointing, Father. We declare those chains broken in your name, Jesus. That they repel, that they hate those addictions. We cast them out of their lives right now in your name, Jesus. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to grant your strength in all this weakness. That they are able to make that decision to reject those habits. To reject all those limitations in their lives, including rejecting joblessness and poverty. To claim your abundance. To understand your principles of those abundance and apply them in our lives, Lord. That we might walk and live that testimony. You declare a creation of new opportunities, new ideas, new beginnings, new jobs for them in the spirit. And we activate their angels, their destiny helpers to step forward and to bless them through your counsel, through your wisdom, Lord. To be given understanding through your revelation. To be raised up from that dead situation. We pray for all those that have no one to pray for them. For all those at this moment that feel helpless, that have reached breakpoint in their suffering and have no solution and no answer, Lord. We offer ourselves to stand in that gap. And we plead you, Father, to rebuild and to patch up the breach in their walls. Where every infiltration of the enemy is broken and destroyed. We offer our faith, Lord, as we stand in that gap. That every dead situation be brought back to life. We speak light into those circumstances now in the name and the authority of Jesus. We speak life. We pray in a special way for all those in our family and our friend circles that have not yet experienced and received the gift of their salvation. Those that have not yet encountered you, that do not yet know you, 
Let their eyes be opened, Father. Quicken them, and they shall call on your name. And everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered, shall be saved, shall not end up in shame and misery. We have experienced this testimony in our own personal lives, Lord. And we raise that prayer to the same God that has saved us out of that shame. We invoke your name, Father. We invoke your name, Jesus. The name above every other name. We invoke your authority. As we speak and we declare freedom for their lives this day. We pray also in a special way for all those that are contemplating suicide or abortion today. These are precious lives that you have given, Father. And they are acting against your will. We ask for forgiveness, but more importantly, we ask for your love to cover them. We ask for your destiny helper that is your representative to go to them. Be with them this day and share your love, your mercy, that they have a change of heart and a renewal of mind. We pray also for our own personal intentions and those of our families. We now pray in the Spirit, joining our Spirit with the Holy Spirit to be one. Praying in the gift that He has given us, the gift of tongues. We thank you, Father, that you hear us. That you have always heard us, you listen to our prayer. And when we release our faith, we know in our hearts that that expectation, the hope in our heart, shall meet its manifestation of the spoken word. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that cannot pray in tongues and are asking, are expecting the Lord, are waiting for Him to grant that gift to them, that sincerely desire it, please take a step in faith, unmute your mic and speak. Loosen your tongue. Let the Holy Spirit then take over. If we do not step in faith, He cannot take over. and You can't receive that gift. Please unmute and pray in faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mambroskelian, <laughs> <laughs> 
Mandi 
there's anyone that is getting any reflections from the Holy Spirit, please unmute and speak. Or you can even share it in the chat. We have one reflection that has been shared in the chat. This is from Psalm 40 verses 1 to 3, where it is written, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, we thank you that through the various passages in the Bible, through all the incidents that Jesus went through, through all the parables that he spoke to us, you teach us about your systems, systems of prayer in which to approach you, principles and laws by which when applied in our lives, we are able to claim not only as a breakthrough, we are able to claim that abundance as favor that doesn't just happen once, but happens again and again can be repeated and rinsed and gain the same result once again every single time. We thank you, Father, that you make known those systems to us as we come to you in faith, as we wait upon you and you pour your revelation into our hearts. Help us, Father, to understand how to apply that in our lives and to achieve all that Jesus came to give us when he said in John 10, 10, I came that you might have life in abundance, life to the full. We thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives and every family member of every family that is part of this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. So that out of that abundance, out of that overflow, as we each are blessed, let us walk in boldness and in obedience to his will and be a blessing to everyone around us, carrying his gospel, sharing his light, sharing his grace. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you for joining us in prayer today. And have a great day ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Have a lovely day, everyone.